the Yeah, I Guess podcast. It's me, yeah, yeah, girl. Back for another episode, episode five, I think. Crazy. Um, this week I'm gonna talk about stress and anxiety because honestly, I have a fuck ton of it, and I can't think of anything else to talk about because that's all that's clouding my mind. So I'm just gonna fucking talk about it and. If you have the same issues or you want some maybe coping mechanisms, I'm gonna lay some out and tell you what I do to manage, you know, all the bullshit and all the anxiety and all the stress relating to life, school, relationships, any and everything. So that being said, let's start with our debrief and song of the week and we'll jump right in. Hey, this week's debrief is just insane and it's about fucking true crime okay because for the past what month or two there i don't know if anybody else is into true crime or like anything like that like i can't say murder but like you know shit like that whatever blase blase i find that stuff really interesting i'm always watching like true crime documentaries kind of that's kind of what took place of all the scary stories i was listening to back when i was working at ratland i replaced them with true crime kind of stuff, you know, podcasts, YouTubers, whatever, whatever. But it's always been things of the past, right? So much shit has happened, okay? We got the uh, University of Virginia shooting, the three football players that were shot after the game. We have University of Idaho, the four students stabbed to fucking death in their homes by an apparent stalker. That's still being investigated. That's still being worked through. That whole thing's insane. And then... Two fucking days ago, two fucking days ago, Riverside County, this shit is crazy. So some officer in Virginia, right? He's a police officer in Virginia. He came here, but whole time he was catfishing a 15 year old girl. Okay. A police officer was, you know, on an, in an online type of relationship with this 15 year old girl comes out over here. Okay. And fucking kills her grandpa, kills her grandma, kills her parent, sets the goddamn house on fire, kidnaps her, drives away, okay? Truly speechless. That poor fucking little girl is so traumatized and thank God he did not do anything to her. Like at all, she was not harmed in any shape or form. But fuck, she is alone now. She had this fucking psycho cop kidnap her, kill her family. I just, I don't even... I can't fathom that. But if you want to look that up, literally just look up um, Riverside double homicide or triple homicide, whatever house on fire. Easy Google. But holy shit, that happened two days ago. Um, and I live in the IE. So that's fucking insane to me. So that's, I guess, the debrief. There's no conclusion to any of those things except for that officer. Obviously, I honestly think they may have. I should have researched this before I got on here. Because my dad said something about, oh, like they killed him, but I don't know if they killed him, if it was like a shootout, whatever. I should probably look that up before I start talking about it, but I didn't. But I just know that that was, that case is a thing. So I guess that was solved, obviously. Poor girl, poor family. The Idaho shit, not solved yet. I think that's insane. Four college students, brutally stabbed to death, murdered, all in their beds. So much blood at the crime scene that it was seeping out of the house. Okay, okay, can you fathom that? Like the police reports, the news, everything, there's pictures of the house 
zoomed in on the fucking the side of the house blood just coming out i cannot fathom that absolute bloodbath so fucking sad and two roommates were on the first floor sleeping you know i just can't oh i can't imagine that so yeah that's the debrief tragic honestly i should have probably picked something happier considering i'm gonna be talking about anxiety and fucking stress but whatever <laughs> let's go to the song of the week honestly this song of the week no one make fucking fun of me okay because it is in my bad bitch playlist it is a song i don't listen to it frequently but when i'm down super fucking bad this is the first song i go to no one fucking laugh at me okay it's real gone by cheryl crow I know, I know, I know, (laughs) I'm aware, I'm aware. And considering I worked at Automobile Land, at Ratland, I should probably fucking goddamn hate this whole song, this whole album, this whole movie. I can't, I truly can't. It's one of the good ones. But this song, I don't know, it just (laughs) does something to me, you know? Real gone, eh? And it, (laughs) oh God, that was so embarrassing. Anyways, editor, you can cut that one out. But yes. Rue Gone, Cheryl Crow, 10 out of 10. You a thousand percent have already heard it. Go listen to it again. Add it to your getting ready playlist. Add it to your shower playlist. Add it to your driving playlist. You'll be fucking Tokyo drifting in that motherfucker. I promise you. So now that we got that out of the way, let's start diving into my issues. So let's just start off from the beginning as I love to do always. Yes, I've, I was literally a very anxious child. My mom used to say I would scream my head off before going to pre-K, to kindergarten, whatever. I mean, that's normal. That's normal. But I always remember feeling like, I, and I, uh, it's such a weird feeling. But like, as a kid, I always felt like that was the last time I would see my parents. And I know that's so weird, but shit, don't know what that stems from. But that's where my anxiety starts i always thought something would happen maybe it's abandonment issues but nobody's abandoned me in my life so i don't know where that even comes from you know coming from a child so yeah i guess that's kind of what started it and to be completely honest through like elementary middle school it was like i knew i had anxiety but i didn't know what it was because like they don't teach you oh yeah like anxiety is a thing when you're a fucking kid So yeah, I was just kind of like, oh, something's kind of wrong with me, but like, keep it to yourself, keep it on the inside. So I did, literally, um, all of childhood, and I'm gonna skip through high school because we know that place, I fucking hated it. Oh, I'm gonna, you know, talk about this later, but we will have another uh, shitty high school podcast coming soon with a guest, so look forward to that one. But anyways, yes, fast forward through all those high school years to my senior year, (laughs) Senior year was a goddamn doozy. Stress about sports. I didn't want to fucking do a goddamn sport anymore. I had been in sports since I was in diapers, literally. Um, my dad ran track um, when I was literally still a baby, so I was always on the track. Growing up, elementary school, he was a coach, so I was always on the track, running with the high schoolers, running all the time. So it was, okay, obviously track, yeah. 
We're a track family. Everybody knows that. Yippity fucking do. <laughs> you can tell I hate track so much. Anyways, so yeah, I've always been an athlete and senior year I decided fuck that. I don't want to do that anymore. Also, freshman year I decided to stop running track. I had a anxiety attack, a minor one, and I honestly decided fuck that. It I don't like it. I don't want to do it anymore. It's not fun for me. Um, I would always try to skip practice. I would always, you know, try to get out of doing what we were supposed to do because I didn't fucking like it, you know? And that anxiety also came from the fact that my dad ran track and he was a sprinter like me. So naturally people expect you to be super fast and the best and blah, 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 because your dad was a track superstar and he went to the Olympics or almost went to the Olympics, whatever the fuck, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that alone would be a lot of pressure. Not to mention at a fucking private school where ain't nobody really that fast. Like, you know what I mean? Like, go to, like, a public school track meet, gonna get your asses handed to you. But for private school shit, we was on top, okay? Our 4 by one team, stacked, stacked. So (laughs) that was my freshman year and the only year I ran track. Quit after that, like I said, minor panic attack. The anxiety of, you know my father and my father being the coach um was a lot for me so I decided to go to softball that is going to be a whole nother story of bullshit that I'll get into another day but then um my coach made me start hating softball admittedly fucking hate that dude still but yes he made me hate softball so senior year I decided okay I'm not fucking doing anything I'm just doing me which also gave me a fuck ton of anxiety because I've always been an athlete and I've always been in a sport. I even played goddamn soccer. I hate soccer, okay? I only liked it. I was aggressive, that was it. I gotta push people down, <laughs> admittedly. Clearly I had issues. Um, but yeah, I was always in a sport, is what I'm trying to say. Even volleyball freshman year, that wasn't. I was not good, and I'm pretty sure I just stopped going to practices at one point. But anyways, always doing something so the thought of having nothing, although calmed me a little bit and gave me a little joy, scared the shit out of me because I'm like, fuck, what, what am I if not an athlete? Do you know what I mean? Not to mention senior year is the year that college is getting shoved down your goddamn badussy, bro. Everybody is like, yeah, where are you going? Where are you going? Oh my God, are you going here? Are you going here? Oh my God, you're going to USC. Oh my God, you're going to GCU. Oh my God, you're going to LMFAO. Oh my God, you're going to NYZ. You know what I mean? Everybody's going fucking somewhere. Everybody's trying to like be top dog and blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I did not give a fuck about any of it. I truly didn't. But the fact that everybody else did caused me to give a fuck about it right because you want your name in the pamphlet and you don't want nothing next to it you want to be like oh going to blah 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 going to blah 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 you know it's just one of those those fucking annoying things so admittedly that all gave me a fuck ton of anxiety as it would any fucking kid honestly but let's get into my first panic attack because that all is a major factor as to why that happened so most goddamn embarrassing thing actually not even the most embarrassing because another anxiety story that just happened will trump that but i was playing powder puff football everybody you know was in the stadiums we were fucking playing a game it was great it was awesome on the powder puff team after i think the seniors won um i don't know but we were taking a picture so i don't think we'd take a picture if we didn't win we were taking a picture 
I was like in a crouching kneeling position, you know, because I'm I was in the front and then I'm going to stand up and all of a sudden I can't see. Okay, so obviously I start fucking panicking and I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And then so I like like my then friends were like around me and they're like, yo, are you good? Like, what the fuck is going on? Because I was like, like freaking out. And then I told my friend, yo, I can't see. Go get the trainer, the athletic trainer, um, Nanny McPhee. <laughs> Go get the athletic trainer, Nanny McPhee. And so he went to go get her. When she comes back to me, I'm hyperventilating on the goddamn floor. She's fucking freaked out. She's like, what is going on? Okay. I'm like, what is going on? The whole shebang. I'm crying and hyperventilating. I've never had a panic attack before. I don't cry, um, especially in fucking public in front of my friends on the football field at goddamn school. Mm -hmm. um so that was all just you know hitting me like a fucking truck so you know crying screaming throwing up whatever the fuck um and then obviously they're gonna call the ambulance because i'm literally like on the floor freaking out no one knows what's going on there was like there's like a softball coach who's also like a firefighter or i don't know what the hell she is but she's something that like medical EMT, whatever, whatever, doesn't matter. But she was there like trying to help me as the ambulance was coming, blah, blah, blah. So I'm freaking the fuck out. Like I haven't passed out yet, but my, the nanny McPhee keeps saying like, you're going to pass out. You're going to pass out. Freaking me the fuck out. Number one, why would you say that to someone who's already freaking out? I don't want to pass out. So why are you telling me I'm going to pass out, bro? Like, you know, you're not really helping the situation at all because that made me freak out even more. I don't want to pass out. I've never passed out before. It's scary as someone who has now passed out multiple times. It's fucking terrifying. Okay. So I was scared I was going to die on my high school fucking field and it felt like I was dying. Okay. And so they get me in the ambulance after maybe 15 minutes, call my parents. My little brother was like a freshman at the time. I think they tell him probably does not give a fuck, goes back to class. Um, But yeah, I'm going to the hospital now because of that panic attack and apparently which is kind of interesting um my school thought that i was on drugs and they told my parents they think that somebody slipped me something is what they said um they said they couldn't really tell because we were all drinking out of like like we were playing a football game so like no one's like oh my god that's my water bottle that's my what we're just like fucking drinking out of the cups that were there so they're like, oh, maybe like someone slipped or something. We don't know what's going on. Of course, my parents are like, what the actual fuck? Like, huh? Um, thank God nobody slipped me anything. I was just having a panic attack. So we go to the doctors. Um, they're doing tests, obviously. They're asking me what's going on. I'm like, bro, couldn't tell you. Um, basically ruled out all the medical issues and was like, oh, Yes, she has a panic attack disorder or anxiety attack disorder, one of those things. And we're kind of just like, okay, like, um, what? Because I'm gonna be real. My family doesn't talk about mental health at fucking all. So that is just like, you know, it's like, oh, you have anxiety, like light a candle, like take a nap. Do you know what I mean? So I'm sure it was just like, girl, like, it's not that deep, blah, blah, blah. 
but it did, you know, I will say that panic attack did help me quit sports because then it was like, oh, Ashley's not just being dramatic and she just doesn't want to do anything and she's not just lazy because that's what people think when you all of a sudden quit things. It's like, oh no, she has an issue. So maybe we shouldn't make her do this shit, which thank fucking God. Um, love my parents, love them dearly, but sports was just not it for me. Um, whether I was good at them or not, I just, the, the performance anxiety, the thought of people watching you, the thought of people judging you, who the fuck wants that? Not me, not ever. So I just, I just quit. So that was the first inkling of like me having a anxiety issue. And then it trickles into a fucking shit show. I'm gonna be so honest, a fucking shit show. And I say a shit show because every year since I've graduated high school, which is about seven-ish years, I have had a really bad panic attack once a year. And I'll have little ones sprinkled out here and there where I'm like, like an anxiety attack where you're like trying and you're dry heaving and you don't know what's going on. That's like typically normal. I've been able to stop that a little bit, which is probably honestly why. I have such bad anxiety attacks once a year, but um, yeah, so the year after I graduated high school, my bad anxiety attack came from a job, okay? I used to work at fucking Stater Brothers, fuck that place, hate that place, I don't care about doxing them. Um, My manager was a cunt, he was mean, he was evil, he was rude, so I hated it. I literally used to wish I would get run over buy cars in the parking lot while I was getting carts. That's how much I fucking hated that job and that environment. Um, So yeah, I had a really bad panic attack that stemmed from that. Same thing happened, um, you know, almost passed out. My freaking, I don't know if anybody's had a panic attack, (laughs) but like all the oxygen leaves from your body, obviously. And so your body starts cramping up. And so I was having like, finger cramps and like leg cramps and like oh it was bad and my fingers look gnarly I'm like doing the fingers right now you obviously can't fucking see but like yeah just gnarly um because you lose the fucking oxygen so yeah that happened um scared the shit out of my parents I know that because I was in my room when that happened and that was the second one and then no see i was gonna say i passed out the third year but actually that happened the same year in high school because i was on a retreat for my confirmation and i'm not a heathen or anything but i just didn't want to fucking be there you know what i mean um but yeah no that time i had an anxiety attack i kind of skipped the hyperventilation stage and the crying stage and i went straight to the oh no we're just gonna pass out so that's exactly what happened um i was in a room with like i wasn't even a lot of people it was just a tiny room and then all of a sudden i look over because my aunt was there um i look over to my aunt and i'm like i'm gonna pass out and she's like huh and then i just remember slumping did i go home no i had to stay that was my last ditch effort no i'm just fucking kidding but um no yeah woke up ambulance the whole shebang they're checking for me um when i come home from that retreat i have to go to the doctor this time so they can make sure like, yo, she's not, she doesn't have anything. So I do test, run scans. They come back with the same conclusion. Your girl has anxiety disorder, panic attack disorder, whatever the actual hell you want to call it. So 
yeah um that was also the first time i had ever passed out in my life and it was honestly truly terrifying but it's so weird to say that it was kind of peaceful as well and i don't know is that weird to say i gotta be on like a fucking watch list or something now but it was like peaceful the first time i passed out because i'm gonna just skip through all the other bullshit to be honest because it's more of just the same hyperventilation every year and we're gonna fast forward to last week and this is raw and this is new so you're getting a new exclusive (laughs) Um, I need to stop doing that. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this. It's so in an ironic way. Like, I don't, I'm not doing it seriously. I'm sorry, I need to stop. But, (laughs) sorry, I had to regroup. But, yes, um, last week I had another panic attack. And let's work through why I think I had it, to be honest. This is raw. This is real. This is now. Um, Oh, so serious. But, honestly definitely has to do with grad school um i don't even know if i said this on the podcast but i got into a grad school an expensive as fuck grad school i still am in the process of applying to the other grad school which is still expensive but just a little cheaper however it is for a completely different field of study and i'll talk about that in the school episode but basically from school counselor is what i'm doing now to a marriage and family therapist. (laughs) Two different things, I'm aware. So we'll see. For now, I'm going with school counseling, just a thing. But with that comes a lot of fucking stress because the amount of fucking money that that has already taken me to apply, get all of the um, fingerprinting and the documents and the any and everything that you fucking need to get into grad school and then do field work, You know what I mean? It's fucking goddamn Christmas. And maybe that doesn't stress other people out, but it stresses me the fuck out because I'm like have to get presents for people and I love getting presents for people, but I'm also a broke bitch. So that honestly stresses me the fuck out as well because um, all my money also goes into school, which I still am in um, last semester of undergrad. Um, Just finished paying that semester off. So you know what I mean? Like, it's just a lot of bullshit. And uh, I work a minimum wage job. You know what I mean? Um, it's not minimum anymore because they did up our pay um, until the end of December. So thanks for that. Um, really appreciate it. But anyways, you, you see what I mean. Um, so just a lot of stress with school, with finances. And then there's just stress with life because I'm old as fuck. I honestly am going through these programs and I'm not even sure if this is what I really want to fucking do. So that stresses me the fuck out because I'm pouring, you know, bands into this shit and major bands into this shit. My first semester is going to cost me 30K. My first semester starts January 9th. You know what I mean? Obviously, I'm going to get loans, which also causes me stress because it's like okay yeah don't worry about it now but in two years when you're fucking done congratulations you have a hundred and ten thousand dollars that you have to fucking pay back to us in two years so do you know what i mean stress 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 my life um in general stressful as fuck it really shouldn't be but it kind of is but i bring my own stress because i stress out about everything and anything And that leads up to what the fuck happened to me (laughs) the other day when I was at dinner with my mom. Yeah, that was fucking wild. So me and my mom are at our favorite restaurant 
just, you know, chilling, shooting the shit, sitting at the bar, having a good time, um, eating appetizers. I was eating. I had a peach tea. My mother had a beverage, an alcoholic beverage, but point is I did not. So yeah, we're sitting at the bar completely fine. I had a perfectly fine day before that. Nothing was giving me the inkling of girl, you're, you have really bad anxiety and nothing. Cause usually I'm like, I get it. I'll my hands will be a little unsteady and I'll be like, hey, I don't really want to go anywhere. I can't do anything. This time I was perfectly fucking fine, which, you know, begs the question, should I see a doctor? Because I still haven't. And this was really random. Anyways, um, let me know. Maybe maybe I should seek mental health. But anyways, yes, we are at the bar and all of a sudden I stand up and I said, I'm going to go to the bathroom knowing good and well that I'm going to go pass out because I know the feeling, Okay. So you get hella disoriented. Everything's kind of like that one filter on TikTok where it's like, ooh, like different. And the Mr. Krabs meme, it's the literal Mr. fucking Krabs meme. I fucking kid you not. You know, where he's like, ooh, all dizzy. It's exactly that. Exactly that. And then I'm also like hot as fuck and my heart rate elevates, okay? Elevates to the point where my watch thinks I'm going on a paced walk. And all I'm doing is walking to the bathroom slowly to try not to alert my mom, to be honest. I don't know why I was scared my, about my mom, like seeing me pass out or not feeling good. In hindsight, I really wish I would have told her because I go to the bathroom, Mr. Krabs is fuck, look into the mirror, Mr. Krabs is fuck. And I'm like, oh my God, this is it. I thought I was gonna pass away. I'm gonna be so completely honest with you because this was just a different feeling. And it the first time I had it, it was kind of instant was like, oh, I don't feel good, pass out, wake back up. That was it, out for less than a minute. But this time I was looking in the mirror, I was trying to cool myself down. I had a sweater on, I was like fanning myself. I was like putting water on my face, nothing. And then I kind of like go out of it and wake up and I'm still like, I'm leaned over on the bathroom, like counter, the the sink. I didn't even make it into a stall or anything. I'm leaned over and I'm like, fuck. Like, what the hell is going on? Why can't I stop this? And I've had this before, but I was somehow able to stop it. Thank fucking God. Um, Because I'm like able to cool my body down or like calm down so it doesn't get that bad. But this time I could not stop it no matter what. Which makes me believe that this was like maybe a blood pressure, like I had low blood pressure or something. Um, But anyways, standing there looking in the mirror. What the fuck? What the fuck? Um, Next thing you know, I'm on the fucking floor. Okay, and someone was in the bathroom stall while I was doing this and I saw their feet. So I wasn't like too scared, like, oh my God, I'm gonna be like dead in here. But she comes out of the stall and then she's like, kind of like, oh my God, are you okay? Can I get someone? Do I need to call someone for you? And I'm like, I kind of come back to, and I'm like, my mom's at the bar. And I just remember going back out, like, you know, passing out again, not really remembering anything, being super just like, oh like couldn't get up groggy and then I remember kind of opening my eyes to my mom dragging me off like getting me up off the floor with a worker and then her like I don't know how to like she had her arms under my underarms and like I was leaned up against her and she was like trying to keep me up by the sink and like putting water on my face and like compressing me trying to get my body temperature down because she said that I was sweating and I was super hot which is honestly embarrassing um, because number one, my fit that day, pristine. I'm not even a fucking lie, okay? My fit was it, girl. <laughs> and I didn't even take a picture, which is sad. 
but I loved my outfit that day. Uh, liked my hair that day. My makeup was kind of a sleigh. And guess what? I looked like a fucking rat when I got out of the fucking bathroom. But that really doesn't even matter. Um, but yeah, so my mom's trying to, you know, revive me. Um, and I finally come back to this part's super embarrassing and this has never happened to me before. And I don't even know why I'm putting this on the internet, but honestly, nobody can make fun of me for it because I had no control of my body. And if you make fun of me for this, you're kind of a piece of shit because like I said, couldn't control my own body, passed out, was having an anxiety attack. The fuck do you want from me? Anyways, um, I remember, I don't know. I don't remember what I saw, which is kind of scary to me because I don't remember most of it, just the parts that I told you. But I remember having this, these visions when I was going in and out. One of them, I saw a grandma and I don't know if it was my grandma. I don't know if it was my boyfriend's grandma. I don't know if it was somebody else's grandma. I really don't know. I saw a grandma on a chair, okay? And it wasn't scary or anything. Um, it was just a grandma on a chair. You know what I mean? Um, and that was right before um, I like knocked out, knocked out. And that lady came out of the stall to like check on me. And then I had another vision and I think it was scarier. I don't know, but I just remember feeling like super weird and uneasy. And then I just remember my pants getting super warm. I peed myself and it was super uninvoluntary uninvoluntary what the fuck don't know that word whatever but I didn't obviously didn't do it on goddamn purpose I just remember my pants are fucking wet they're warm holy fuck and yeah and I think my mom was even like oh shit what is going on because like it's one thing I guess to pass out and and it's another thing to pass out and then piss yourself and then be unconscious again do you know what I mean So that happened. And in that span, I think I went out two to three times um, to where my eyes weren't open. I don't remember a fucking thing. And I just remember what happened before and after that. And then, you know, I peed myself. And that was super embarrassing because, bro, I peed myself at a California pizza kitchen. Huh? Not because I wanted to, but, you know, because of life. But anyways, yes, that happened. And then finally... I, my body temperature cooled down, you know, I'm like breathing again, I'm like not freaked out, but it was kind of like, I don't know, since then I've been scared, not gonna lie to you. I guess I should see a doctor about it, um, because it was so weird and I went in and out so many times, but will I see a doctor about it? No. Why? Because doctors also give me anxiety major anxiety anytime I go to the doctor's office which I've had to go a lot because I also have like fucking gastrointestinal problems um from anxiety isn't that a fucking bitch um but yes every time I go to the doctors I'm sweating profusely I'm so nervous I don't know why I couldn't tell you um just something about medical areas freak me the fuck out um especially when I have to go and check up on myself Like, if I go and visit someone, I'm, like, not scared, obviously. But when it comes to myself, and I'm sure people can relate, it's like, uh, there's a high chance something probably is wrong with me, and I don't want to find it out. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm the only one. But if something ever were to, I don't know, happen to me, like, an illness, I don't want to know about it. I think I'm just, I'm not good kind of just coasting, coasting through life. Um, you know? Anybody relate? Maybe not. 
this is a weird episode for me. I'm going to be so honest because I feel like I'm being so like weirdly serious, but like, I don't know, vulnerable. It is weird for me. Not going to lie. I'm not going to have a panic attack over it, but it is weird. Um, And yeah. And that's another thing. This Maybe this is like going to be a, a form of rejection therapy. Does anybody know what that is? If not, it's like where you do things knowing that people are like not going to like it or reject it or think away or blah, blah, blah. Um, and you do them with it knowing that you're going to get made fun of or rejected or people aren't going to like it. And it's supposed to help with your anxiety so that way one day you just don't give a fuck. And honestly, I truly live my life like I don't give a fuck. And I can't say that I I do give a fuck about a lot of things because it's clear when I give a fuck and when I don't. But when it comes to like other people's like judgment and perception of me, just like anybody fucking else, obviously you care. Um, and that's also probably why I have a lot of anxiety. Um, but in the same fucking breath, I don't give a fuck about anybody. So isn't that just the darndest thing? Because if like, I was gonna say a name and I can't say it because she actually went to my high school. But if like, Kimberly, I'm so sorry if there's a Kimberly that went to my high school. Um, but if like Kimberly from my high school doesn't fucking like me or is judging me about this podcast, well, I don't really give a rat's ass because I don't talk to Kimberly anymore. However, if it's somebody that's like, I know who loosely like I'm acquaintances with, you know what I mean? And they're just like, oh my God, and you like check out this week's Ash episode and Ashley pissed herself. Blah, blah, blah. Like that scares me. But also, I don't care. So do you see my dilemma with life? I'm very much, I don't care to the point where I have a, an anxiety attack. And then you see how much I actually do care. So if anybody, um, knows how to fucking fix that and i know someone's gonna say go to a therapist bitch i probably should i'm not even gonna say no i probably should go to a licensed professional but alas that also gives me anxiety why because then i'm just you know trauma dumping on a complete stranger and i know they're supposed to help they do help you know i'm a hypocrite because i always tell people go to therapy go to therapy go to therapy I was only in therapy when I was a kid. I haven't been in therapy since that. I'm pretty sure that was just like, uh, I'm, I don't know. I remember playing with a sandbox and shit. So I'm pretty sure it was like therapy therapy. Um, Cause I was also in like ADHD therapy, which God damn, that shit was a snooze fest. If you don't know that about me, I also have ADHD, um, a learning disability, anxiety disorder. <laughs> The list goes on and on and on. But whatever, that just makes me, me. This goes on and on and on. But whatever, that just makes me, me. This is a real, this is a me. I just did the Disney needs. <laughs> but yes, um, that was definitely a ramble and it probably didn't make any sense. But you know what? I think I'm okay with that. And... I'm, I think I'm also okay with not re-recording this and, um, editing things out that make me sound stupid or whatever, because like I said, rejection therapy, exposure therapy, whatever, whatever. Um, if people don't like it, that's fine. If they judge me, that's fine. Because truly, I don't know if, 
if it happens, I, they're probably not close enough for me to care. And I need to remember that. Now, TikTok is a different fucking story. Because when I be on TikTok and I be posting shit, oh my god, I get anxiety. Anxiety as fuck. Why? I don't know, but I think it's funny. And I think it's, like, funny to post, so I do it. But why does that give me anxiety? I literally close the app. I never have my notifications on for that app. I literally post, log off for hours, and then go back. And then it's either a hit or it's not. Most of the time, it's fucking not. But my friends and I fucking enjoy it, and that's the part I like. I don't give a fuck if it doesn't go viral. You shouldn't post anything to go viral. I know people are always like, why did you post it? I've even, I think it's funny. Like, if you didn't want it to go viral, why'd you post it? facts but sometimes i just post it because in the moment i think it's fucking funny now i have deleted a lot of fucking videos because they're not like that funny after a day but that's neither here nor there but tiktok is very good rejection exposure because it's like you see all those people viewing your videos and they don't like it and that's fucking okay bro and that's okay and that's what i need to tell myself it's okay because the people that matter and the things that matter and everything that matters, I've already gone on lock. You know what I mean? So randos or different problems, they don't really, they shouldn't phase me. They do. They shouldn't. And I'm working through that. Like I've said, that was another ramble. I'm just a rambler today. Honestly, I apologize for it. But like I said, this has been the only thing that's been on my mind this past week. Not to mention I have finals in two weeks but two presentations next week on top of grad school homework yes you heard that right homework because for some reason my school gives pre-class homework so i have three courses i have to fucking take before january 9th and that's really irritating and stressful as well because oh well there goes my break i then have to stress about you know, continuing to do homework after my damn finals are done and then jumping straight into grad school. But honestly, that's on me. You know, I just want to get it over with and continue to live my life. And hopefully my anxiety can be dealt with and like managed. Oh, speaking of manage, let's get into what I do to cope. Okay, because maybe it'll help someone. Clearly, it hasn't fully helped me, but on the days I don't pass out and piss myself, it does. So, what I like to do, and if you're an Ashley stan, uh-huh, oh god, I have to stop saying uh-huh, 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 let me get them all out right now, okay. If you know me, if you are my friend, my cousins, my whatever, you know I'm a coloring fiend, okay? I have a new coloring book every damn month. I fly through them. I get markers like crazy. I shot my Amazon storefront. It's linked under adult coloring. But yes, um, love that shit. And I think it's very therapeutic. You pop on a podcast, you play some music, you pop on a movie, do whatever your heart, do whatever your heart desires, grab a coloring book, grab some markers. I choose markers. I think color pencils aren't as vibrant. But grab some markers go to fucking town. Now I will say the ones that are made for stress and anxiety, the ones with the super small little designs and like they're so like intricate. I fucking hate those. Those should not be labeled as adult stress relievers. That gives me so much stress because if I have a color in my fucking hand, 
and I'm like, you know, filling it in. And I realized I put that color back and then need it again because I forgot to fill out other things. It'll give me anxiety um, because now my picture's not going to look the same because I don't remember the exact green that I used in a damn marker basket full of 7,000 greens. You know, I just pick what I see and I throw it back. So that gives me anxiety in its own. So I tend to go for the more large image, almost childlike. I'm gonna be real. They're probably children's ones. They're probably not even for adults. Don't care. Let me look at it right now. It probably does say children on them. Oh yeah, would you look at that? Hello Autumn coloring book for kids. Well, yep, I'm a fucking child. But I do like the bigger print and for some reason that's a little more therapeutic to me. I like bold colors. I don't like the little tiny like tiny little tiny 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 little things. But anyways, invest in one of those if you have anxiety like I do or maybe if you're just like bored. Um, I know a lot of people that color. I actually got this from my cousin. Shout out to you, Melly. I saw her coloring um, with her cool ass markers and her cool coloring books. And I was like, Stan, I'm a Melissa Stan. So I also got a coloring book and markers. Um, a very Regina George moment. Moment, excuse me. But she's my muse. So I definitely did what she did. And honestly, haven't gone back since. It's the best thing. It relieves anxiety I can't really even describe it. Try it. It might sound fucking stupid because you think of coloring. You're like, hey, what are you for? Um, Four-year-olds got that shit down, okay? That's why they love coloring because the world is so big and fucking scary that when they color, all the bad shit just goes away, okay? Another thing I do, typically not in the winter, I'm going to be so honest because it's too fucking cold for me to want to do this, but I work out. You know, people always say, go work out. It'll make you feel better. It does. I used to think it was bullshit and it was just a bunch of meatheads trying to get people to fucking work out, you know, or like Pilates instructors being like, oh my God, work out. It's so good for your chakra. <laughs> um, God, I did it again. I fucking did it again. I need to stop. <gasps> Sorry. But yes, I used to think it was bullshit, but I will say a gazillion percent, especially since quarantine, Um, it definitely has helped my anxiety, whether that is at home fucking workouts you know sometimes i'll go on youtube and do one of those follow along workouts that you know only get your heart pumping or i'll go to the gym and get a workout in or i'll go on a like hike run thing with my mom and sometimes we'll do fucking four miles and you know we live we live for that but it's been too cold so i would suggest you know a walk for sure. If if and not anything else, go on a fucking walk outside, touch grass, smell air, see clouds, look bird, feel tree. Do you know what I mean? Be one with your surroundings. Get out of your phone. Get out of your ass. Um <laughs> get out your way, man. But um yeah. Be one with something that isn't your room or your laptop, or your electronic devices, or your car, you know? Go on a good old-fashioned walk. And another thing is, I mean, I can't say, you know, go on a walk, color, that's the only thing that's gonna help. I, I disassociate so fucking much on TikTok. Like, I will spend so many hours on TikTok. It's embarrassing how many hours I have a week on there. I'm not even gonna share it, okay? But it's not just one day. Okay, that's how many hours I've I've logged. More than 24. So that's embarrassing. But honestly, sometimes that's the only thing that'll 
just stop my brain from overthinking, from having anxiety, from analyzing everything. Just go on TikTok and watch your stupid little videos. Scroll, 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 scroll. Until you see that stupid bitch that's like, hey, you've been scrolling for a while. Why don't you take a break? I say, fuck you, block, okay? And I keep scrolling. But sometimes it's good to listen to her advice. So do that. If you ever see that girl, block the first one, okay? But once you see him again, okay, then it's time to maybe switch activities, okay? Because at that point, it's probably been a cool two hours. So allow yourself to disassociate, but only for so long. Don't get wrapped up in it because that could also make it worse because then you get the anxiety from social media. Oh, my life's like that. Oh, I can't cook like that. Oh, I don't look like that. Oh my God, X, Y, Z. Do you know what I mean? Which I'm fucking guilty of. Guilty as fuck. You know, at what point are we just going to say fuck it? I don't know. I truly don't know. Um, I try to say fuck it every year and, and I end up... Um, shitting crying and throwing up so (laughs) i don't really have any sound advice for you but those are some tips and tricks and that's a little bit more about me as a person don't know if that was beneficial don't know if that was helpful don't know if i care truly because this was a podcast for me to work through my shit and for people listening to learn more about the shit that i've been through and me and that's exactly what I'm doing, whether um, or not, whether or not I'll regret it or not, to be quite honest. But anyways, I'm going to stop fucking rambling. Um, if you listen to this, um, thank you so, so much. And we'll see if this one actually gets posted. If it does, I'm sorry to everybody listening to me ramble for what, like an hour again. Um, I'll try to be more condensed with my bullshit. But let's, ooh, let's start talking about what's going to go on next week. So next week, I'm very, very excited because the Yeah, I Guess podcast will be having their first ever guest. My best fucking friend, Destiny, baby. So yeah, if you want to hear us shit talking, tune into the next episode. But that's all I got for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, follow, whatever you want to call it. Give it a rating um, on whatever app you're listening to. And, you know, don't be afraid to leave a comment on Instagram or something. You know, if you feel inclined to, share the podcast as well. But anyway, that's it for this week. I hope you guys are kicking it for the next one. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.